Hey, April, did you know that Louis Black is going to be performing in Portland January 19th? Uh, did I? I also know that it's going to be at the Arlene Schnitzer in Portland. He uh, has sold out from what I gather, but we happen to have two tickets that we're giving away. You're giving those away? How, do, how would somebody get uh, those two tickets? Well, all they got to do is go to facebook.com backslash you going to meow. Yeah. And all you got to do is like the page. And then over on the left side, if you look at all the little options, there's one down there that says contest. Click contest. Give us your email, and that's it. We're not going to spam you. We're not going to email you or anything. Just that's the only way we're going to contact you. So, so let me see if I got this straight. In order to win two absolutely free tickets to Lewis Black January 19th at the Arlene Schnitzer Concert Hall, our listeners just have to go to facebook.com forward slash you going to meow. Like the page mm-hmm. and provide us with their email address, which we're not going to bother with them after they maybe win this contest for free. Yep, pretty much. That's Jeez. it. Two good tickets. And here's here's the kicker: these are my personal tickets, oh. and I'm bougie, so they're actually orchestra tickets. Mm. They're like it's within the first, I think, thirty rows. And um, I screwed up and can't go, so we're giving them away. If it's my mistake, can I quit the podcast and apply for this myself? No, I'm afraid not. God damn it. <laughs> makes me want to rant just like Lewis Black. What? What is this? You're going to meow podcast network. Well, welcome to episode 12 of You're going to meow podcast networks. <laughs> Bless your heart. Um this is episode 12, right? It is. Okay, so uh, yeah, welcome to episode 12 of You're going to meows. Yeah. Podcast Network's uh, Bless Your Heart. Um, this is April Gallaty. I'm your host, and I'm here today with Christopher Boatwright, my secondary host who shows up quite a bit. He's my red band, I guess. You're the... Hi there. Who is it that Joe Rogan always has come in on his show? Uh... Who is it? That, oh, Tom Papa. He, you're my Tom Papa. Am I really? Yeah, Tom Papa's who goes into Joe Rogan's show when he doesn't really have anybody because they live in the same area. Okay. So I like Tom Papa a lot. He's, he's got a new special out on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so just kind of uh, just off the top, um, if you want to email me, uh, my email is april at com. Um, if you want to find us on social media, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. Hopefully, um, YouTube soon. And that's backslash you going to meow. And uh, that's pretty it. That's pretty much it for me. How about you, Chris? Uh, well, you can find me uh, at uh, Twitter and on uh, YouTube, uh, both at Logris, L-O-G-R-U-S-Z-Z-E-D, one word, Logris Z. Uh, you can find me uh, on Facebook, Christopher Boatwright. And uh, you can find uh, what I put most of my effort into, uh, Hotbox Comedy Network on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And we're putting out uh, we're putting out free content that is worth every penny. Absolutely. In fact, I'm going to be helping you make some of that free content coming up in February. You're damn right. I got you booked on a show. Yeah, you do. So we've got a show going to be at the Hotbox. <coughs> What's the address of the Hotbox? That is uh, 3607 Southwest Corbin Avenue, Portland, Oregon, right around the corner from Canna and the City. Mention Hotbox Comedy at Canna and the City and get rec- 10% off your legal recreational purchase before Jeff Sessions fucks up. Oh, God. Oh, and um, we're videotaping this episode. Hi there. I think Chris is going to put this up on his. Like I said, we're hoping to get a YouTube channel going soon. It's on our um, on our list of things to do. Um, so hopefully we'll get that up soon. And um, and uh, You're Going to Meow Podcast Network yeah. is growing. It is. Um, we got uh, two shows coming in February. Um, we have, uh, there's one, sh- there's a third show that we might be getting. I'm not going to say for sure yet because I haven't signed a contract with her. Um, but uh, we're going to be starting a, um, 
like a, a bad movie reviews type of show here very soon. And then we're also going to be doing a show called, um, and I'm not quite sure on the name of the bad movie review, but be, be on the lookout. Join us on Facebook. Oh, also, we're giving away tickets oh, to yeah. see. But so you know black. what? This goes up on the 15th and the... Um, the show is before that. The show is before that. You know what? Before we... We've given away some tickets to some people out there. <laughs> uh, no, the show's on the 19th. <laughs> no, the last day of the... Actually, this drops on the 15th. Mm-hmm. The last day of the contest is on the 16th. Get your fucking shit together, people. You have minutes. <laughs> you have minutes to get on to Facebook backslash you gonna meow. And um, yeah. you can click on the contest, the word contest on the side. I need to do like a promo and put it at the front yeah. of my episode that goes up Monday just to let people know. And uh, get in there and win those tickets. You, you know? should do like we should record a little commercial like, you know, upcoming contest. Uh, stay attention. Pay attention to this uh, this episode for details on how to enter to win yeah. tickets to the Lewis Black contest. Yeah, we should do that. At, we'll do that after this. And then, Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, and then we'll put it on the front of Drew's show. My friend Drew came in and he um, he and I did a show just before Christmas and um, we uh, the, it's going up Monday. And so we'll mention the contest there. But we're mentioning it here. Like I said, if you're hearing it now, get on it. We I haven't need... seen you since before Christmas. I know. It's since been before the. 2018. Well, you know how it is dealing with friends who have no, mental I don't, health I don't issues. Have yeah, you do. I have people who come to my open mic who have mental health issues. No, I'm your friend. All I'm right. going to be your friend whether you like it or not. Okay. So you, you have friends who have mental health <laughs> issues. Well, you know how it is, and you go through these weird bouts of depression and stuff, and it's like trying to run a business and dealing with that sort of thing, and just all the different things that go on. So. Oh, I absolutely know. I, I don't know if you know about this. I have a best friend. Her name's Jennifer. Really? She's really cool um and, uh, <laughs> gotta find it we're not gonna tell her <laughs> you gotta find it search for it Belina. it's not gonna be the only one uh and it'll be on the video and the audio and i'm gonna make you watch both because i'm gonna do some weird shit to the video i'm just splice you in at just, weird points just like little, just little blips of yeah. melina's face that'd be yeah. great yeah now she's hosting the show on february i might 22nd. actually have it every time i go here uh is have melina's face pop up on the screen <laughs> um, that'd be great that'd be great um and it'll just keep happening uh yeah uh you know, I had a really dirty apartment and Jennifer made me clean it because I understand that depression can just make you not want to do anything. But oh, yeah. Surround yourself with food and stay in bed. Yeah. And I but I also realized that happiness also makes me want to not do anything but surround myself with food and stay in bed. Hmm. I just like being around food and beds. Hmm. OK. Is that why you chose celibacy? Because food and beds just don't really I mean, beds could lead to sex, but greasy food. But you have to get to know people for the sex. Well, I'm, no, I mean you do have Born. your you have your own boob, right? You have oh, your I have, n- you have the vestigial bosom right here. You have your vestigial sex. bosom on the side. You could just play with your own little nipple. It, it turns out that you and I both have. No, I'm the one that has the. Uh, yeah, I just have a suspicious mole. You have a suspicious <laughs> mole. I have a third nipple, so <laughs> my third nipple is under my left boob. It's directly like in line with this I like nipple. That. I like that. It's like a secret weapon. It is. It's like. I can just lift it up and be like, ha ha. If you really like somebody, they get to see number three. Does it number three have a name? No, I've never named it. I've never named my boobs. It's kind of a ninja nipple then. It's like unnamed. It's like a nipple the, with no name. Exactly. The nipple. I like that. That sounds like a song. There's I a spaghetti western the series. On a nipple, nipple with no, no name. name. <laughs> Jesus goddamn Christ. I don't think bread was ever going to make a record out of that. <laughs> or was that America? That was America. I don't know. Bread did if. You know what? Let's talk about Christmas. Speaking of like old, 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 uh, old Christmas traditions and oh yeah, and talking about old albums and stuff like that. So, Damon and I went home for Christmas, which means oh, we have. 
Is Clear, is Clear Band going to work? I know. we're get, Yes, Clear Band's going to work. He's doing that. Oh, by the way, we didn't even mention poor Damon. Damon is here. He's just, you know, he's being our, our tech guy for now. So Damon is a, ninja, is a ninja just like your nipple? Exactly. Damon is the ninja nipple. The nipple ninja. The, the ninja nipple? Beverly, or is it? Beverly Hills nipple ninja? We're making all kinds of nipple We're movies. We're just all over the place. I know. I, I'm, I am really scattered on this because... Like I said, trying to, to get the network up and running and, like, bring in other shows plus do shows. Like, I'm out of my mind. Busy. And you're not some 20-year-old on Adderall like everybody else we know. No, I'm a very, very tired 45-year-old woman who also has to do, uh, who's decided that I'm going to continue to do stand-up. So Four decades in, you weak motherfuckers. <laughs> I know, right? At least I have shit to talk about. That's the thing. I who was it? Oh, it was uh, the guy that taught the the classes at Helium. He has a real serious Alex Falcone. Alex Falcone. He has a really serious problem with. Um, he joke. He jokes that he has a serious problem with twenty one year old guys doing comedy because they don't have anything to talk about. They just got out of high school. They've not gotten a mortgage. You know, most of them haven't been in serious relationships that, you know, just it's like, what do you talk about sleeping on couches? I think every woman that I have booked for uh, Risky 2 is, uh, I think, over 30. Mm. Um, so Who I'm excited have you booked? Uh, I, I, <laughs> this might not end up being accurate. You know, okay. it, is, it is unpaid. We're pay, I'm paying with a poster and pastry, whatever pastries I can acquire. Right. Uh, but I believe right now, um, uh, Melina, of course, is hosting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe I have Angelique Harrington. Nice. Yourself. Yes. Uh, Jenny Brown. Oh, I know and, Jenny, yeah. And uh, Carolyn Maine. Nice. And uh, my best friend, Jenna Faye. I don't know if I've ever mentioned my best friend before, Jenna Faye. Oh, you've never talked about her. Uh, That's I know, too bad. I feel bad. Yeah, you She's should talk about friend, her though. more. Yeah. <laughs> no, but anyway, so going back to Christmas. So just before Christmas, Damon and I made a trip out to Florida. Turns out your mother lives out there, and she immediately hit me as soon as I got close to Sarasota. She's like, are you close? Did you, go, did you meet up with my mother? No, I didn't. I didn't get a chance. I, I really hated it. I wanted to, actually. She probably would have been a lot more enjoyable to visit with because... Um, it's one of those things like you're happy to see family, but you're just so goddamn tired. Just so goddamn tired. Oh, no, tired. you wouldn't have already. She's exhausting. <laughs> She's exhausting. I've never dealt with really an older Jewish lady before, so I don't know. I've heard, but. She, well, she's Buddhist, don't you know? No, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I love your mom. She saw, I love talking to her. She saw Buddhist and now she's a Buddhist. Oh, okay. That's how it works. I love talking to her on the. On the uh, she is friends on, with on the, on Facebook. so many of my. Here's the thing, like she's, you're my friend. Mm-hmm. She's she's friended people that barely talk to me. It's fucking hilarious. And then specifically some people she hasn't specifically not friended yet. It's it's a really interesting, uh, huh. a really interesting thing that she has not friended, say somebody who I've referred to repeatedly as my best friend online. And uh, <laughs> I'm not going to mention this if my mom hears this by mis- you know by accident. But it's She'll we're going to time it from the time of this episode because I'm not going to mention it. Okay. So if my mom suddenly sends a friend request after this episode drops, we'll know. It's gonna be so funny, <laughs> so funny. Is she? Because I we have discussed it. It's hilarious. Well, you know, moms are moms are a strange bird. That's for sure. But so we went to um we went to Universal Studios the first two days. We we got the we. This sounds really horrible, but we wanted like two days of just like us vacation. So we did that first, and um, I spent all my time walking around Harry Potter Land. Spent way too much money in Harry Potter Land. What she means to say is the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, folks. Yeah. Please don't send us any letters, <laughs> unless they contain drugs. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, we're located at. Seven, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. I put my. <laughs> 
<laughs> I put my card out there so everybody knows where the studio is located because we're actually going to be start. We're going to start renting out studio time to people too. So it's a great studio. Thank you. Um, so I mean, it's it's uh, it's good for like people who want to try to try their hand at podcasting and just want to get some audio recording without investing. This is a way to go. So hopefully it'll work out. But um, yeah, we went to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I ended up buying. Uh, let's see, we both bought our gray house. Um, wool sweaters. Nice. You're Slytherin and uh, Damon's weight Ravenclaw? Ravenclaw, that's correct. And um, Represent. Yep, and then we both have um, let's see, we both have our uh, we have our robes, we have our um, Ravenclaw and Slytherin robes. We don't, I have a witch hat, but I don't really have a witch hat that I think I like for either one of us. I'm going to have to find better hats for both of us. Mm -hmm. And we both still need to get our white button downs to go under our sweaters and all that we have our so wands so you're going full hogwarts uniform oh yeah yeah we both really enjoy the whole hogwarts what thing what wand so. did you end up picking i picked out um uh oh crap damon um narcissa i got narcissa's one we i think yeah. you i actually think you told me that I yeah I, I posted it on facebook i got narcissa's one there was a little girl in the bathroom when I went into one of the bathrooms at um, the, in the Wizarding World over in Diagon Alley. Mm -hmm. And um, the little girl was sitting there playing with Narcissa's wand. And the mom goes, are you sure you want Narcissa's wand? Because we can go get Hermione's wand. And Boring. the little girl is like, no, Narcissa. And I'm like, that kid is, you, you, and I actually looked at her and went, you got a little slither in there. And she goes, yeah, I can tell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mom did not seem happy about that, but whatever. My mommy offered to buy me a wand and I was, and I was so tempted, but it's like 45 something bucks Yeah. and they're made out of cast resin. And I'm such, I would want to be, I'd want to swing it around and, and I would drop it and break it. And I'm just, I, I can't trust myself to spend 45 bucks on tchotchkes that i'm gonna break i'm, I'm thinking i'm gonna just start dressing in my slytherin gear and going up going up as the slytherin comedian maybe that's what i should do that's hilarious and just do nothing but wizarding jokes you could get booked at a wizard rock festivals i think i might have hit on something here that's not a bad plan okay that uh, is my idea nobody else can use it so right. i will come after you no i'll steal that idea are you kidding me, are you kidding me? I, I actually it's funny too because I, i've had like it's not really a joke it's made people laugh but where I do appear very Slytherin, and it's it's just that I'm a goth Hufflepuff. I'm just a really emo <laughs> Hufflepuff. Um, I like the idea of an emo Hufflepuff. Right? And everybody just thinks he's Slytherin because he's sitting there, and he's all, you know, pale and makeup, and yeah. he needs to get around, and there's the Hufflepuff logo. It's like, you're not, but you are a sweetheart. That's true. Yeah. I'm a sad boy. Aww. I think I think it's a good idea like. to have, like, a Ravenclaw and a Slytherin doing... Um, Doing sex? yeah, well we we do enjoy doing the sex, but a Ravenclaw and a Slytherin doing a business, I think is a good move. Um, I think it's a I think it's a really good move. I so. believe you're describing um uh, the uh, partnership of Deadwood between the sheriff and his Jew banker friend. Um, if I recall correctly, that is that is That's... Timothy Oliphant and his friend in Deadwood. Is... Yeah, I think you're probably right. I mean, Oliphant's kind of like the he's a good guy Slytherin. Yeah. You know, because not every Slytherin. There's no way. There's got to be a list of good guy Slytherins. Sure, there are. Otherwise, they would. Why would they keep that place around? Right. <laughs> well, no. The thing about Slytherins is, is that the best way I can describe it to you is, is Slytherins know when to pull the fuck out. Because that's the thing about Gryffindors. Gryffindors are ride or die. Mm -hmm. Gryffindors are like, we're gonna we're gonna do this to the end, and we're gonna die for our right. cause. Slytherins are like, bitch, if I die, I can't fix this later. So. <laughs> 
Well, I was comparing uh, recently um, Doctor Doom, uh-huh. as he's currently depicted in the Marvel comic book universe, and Lex Luthor, as he is currently depicted in the DC comic book universe. Mm-hmm. And the difference is, is that um, while both of them are by uh, by utopian standards villains, um, Lex Luthor is an Anne Randian hero, heroic archetype. He Good is point, yeah. the self-interest business. He does philanthropy because it actually improves his life. Right. He does it, but it is a byproduct of self-interest. Doctor Doom is a kind of a, a almost a, a capitalist interpretation of a socialist hero or a Marxist hero. Um, he's anti-fascist, even though he is a totalitarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's uh, he's come from he's Roma. He's a gypsy background. He was persecuted. All these different things. And at the same time, he, he does want to be a totalitarian dictator, but it's because he had a vision that, like, that was one of the ways to save the world and all humanity. So it is, he is a, a hero in his own brain, but there's, there's these different kinds of, you know, and there's the Slytherin, the Slytherin hero is kind of like the, well, we're going to survive because I'm in charge. It's not because I'm nice. Right. You know, I, I know who to kill and when to clamp shit down. Yeah, and I am finding that as we're going into this business, it's me uh, who keeps coming up with the like okay we need to put the thumb screws down on this problem this problem this problem mm-hmm. we need to deal with people in a certain way I've, i started off being you don't have to do any more music damon um i um oh it started back up um i think if you just hit it we're, we're learning like how to add drops and stuff to the show so you're actually hearing some experiments going on if you're um, out there and you're interested in getting into podcasting and mm-hmm. you real and you see how amazing we are also realize we're human beings and we're you know we're learning as we go and you mm-hmm. can learn too yeah and it's just going to make each show better that's the thing that's the thing i'm having trouble kind of putting through to people is, is trying to make them understand that podcasting is podcast listeners as a general rule want to listen to the raw stuff mm-hmm. they want to hear the mistakes um, but they also want to watch it grow. And anything you do, you practice regularly, is going to get better over time. Hopefully. I mean, I mean, unless you're a complete idiot. And I haven't oh met God. a whole lot of complete idiots. No. I mean, I've met a few, but. My masturbation game. <laughs> so on point. So what? Do you just like go near your dick and you're done? No, I've no? got I got all kinds of shit going on now. It's it's uh, it's you crazy. Like candles, and I don't music. even fuck with any electronics, you know? I mean, other than the, the obviously the computer and streaming internet pornography. But otherwise... Yeah. So quite a bit of electronics, really, but nothing that touches me. Mm, Except okay. the mouse, I guess. So you, you're just like, you just almost tantric? It's um, It definitely takes a long time. Okay. okay. But that's a lot of just searching. Okay. You never <laughs> Soul know. Soul searching? Well, you got to have like, you know, when you're doing your porn thing, you got to have like, well, you know, today it's butts, but I might want to see like dwarf on a horseback. You know, you never know. So you right. just, you know, you just have to have like a you, wild card in yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dwarf on a horseback. I would like to see that. You know, Damon, one time, Damon and I used to do this uh, show called Freaking Bitches long, long ago. That's how I got into podcasting. And um, we had a friend who used to do porn reviews. So every week he would watch a porn and he would come in and give us like a serious like review of the porn. And uh, was, and then we started, I forget what the rule is. Damon, you can tell me if you remember the rule that was like, if you can think of it, it's, there's already been porn made of it. What's oh yeah. Rule 34. Rule 34. Okay. So, uh, rule 34, one day we said clown porn is their clown porn. And surely there has to be clown. There is now, but at the time we had a hard time finding it and we found a clown porn and we just bought it. We didn't really look at it. We just bought it and gave it to Todd and said, please review it. So Todd comes in and he's like, I hate all of you. 
I fucking, and we're like, do you hate clowns? And he's like, no. Not anymore. Not, any, <laughs> not necessarily. He goes, but I don't think you understand what, what happened on this. He goes, there's a big reveal at the end of this. And we're like, okay. So he went through the whole thing. So what happens is it turns out is that there's this girl who's decided that she's wanting to get into porn. And so she's getting into porn and she's like fucking all these guys and she decides she wants to fuck a clown. And so she fucks a clown. Turns out her dad had just got into being a clown and guess who she fucked. So was it she turns wearing out, clown makeup too? Yeah. Okay, so it so turns he didn't out, know. N- neither one of them knew. So it was incest porn. It, in, it ends up being incest porn. And we're just like, oh, that's like the grossest shit. I mean, you know it's not, but you're just kind of like. Oh, well, that ruins it. Why do you say you know it's not? Spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler. Uh, shout out they to, weren't related. Shout out to German Goo Girls. Uh, that's GGG. And that is the maker of that particular video. <laughs> I will almost guarantee that. Um, that's awesome. You know what? And as we're learning, you know, we bought a. Um, we bought a, uh, uh, what do you call those, a spit guard or whatever? We bought a spit guard for yours, and it turns out I heard a crack when I was talking, so I guess I need a spit guard. So I guess we're going to have to buy more, like I said. I actually feel really not, I feel like so much less Beastie Boys right now because I am rocking the mic with the pantyhose. You are rocking the mic with the pantyhose. Our friend, a friend of ours was like, don't buy mic covers because I can, you know, or spit guards, he goes, because, uh, or pop, pop screens or whatever you want to call them. He goes, I don't want, um, he goes, they're too expensive. And he's right, they're super expensive, but Damon's dad gave us that. Oh, anyway, so going back to Christmas. Oh, yeah. Hey, people. That's what we do. This is how we do it. If we had Clear Band in here who just left, he could have dropped some music. So, but anyway. Um, I'll show you guys how to lay the. Oh, we know how. Over. Oh, we know how to do it's that. It's a lot of work. It's it's yeah, it's doable if you really want it. But, um, but there's also rules about certain types of music, like the music that you heard playing under us. I got because it it's you know it's free and well, you're allowed to use it, and there's no copyright or. Anything. And I haven't really because none of my stuff is monetized. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I don't really. I mean, I think I have. It's like a track that's 15 seconds long. The clip that I've used, and the only one I'm worried about now is actually because my. My image splash at mm-hmm. the end of my, my videos, my, you know, my Chris Boatwright Productions image splash mm-hmm. is I took the clip Jesus Walks With Them from from Jesus Walks With with, with Them, uh, Kanye West song. Oh, yeah. So it's the chorus of Jesus Walks With Them. And it just flashes my picture up because that cracks me up. I don't think there's a problem with that. That's There's there's a usage thing. Um, I've been looking into this because I need to know for this. Is it's it's I think it's 20 seconds. I'll have to check and be sure, but I think you can use up to 20 seconds of a song without getting in trouble. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of complicated things too. And if it's like uh, because we just did um, VHS Vengeance last night mm-hmm. uh, or the night before last at um, is it Saturday? It is Saturday. We did it the night before last at uh, the Hotbox and uh, 3607 Southwest Corporate Avenue and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I get that from Kevin Smith because every time that uh, the statue he'd mentioned, he'd mention where it is in Red Banks. Oh, okay. Uh, it's Broad Street, by the way, uh, Red Bank, New Jersey. Um, and uh, but because I was because they are actually recording the film that they're showing for VHS Vengeance. Mm-hmm. It's on screen, and what I found out is if it's not framed, like it's like in other words, if you're seeing people, if it's if it's sort of not framed that way, it's 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 not being shown for commercial purposes. It's very complicated. Most of the people who can afford to deal in this shit can afford lawyers. Right. Um, I don't even bother to do research, let alone work a job where I can afford it. <laughs> we were just talking about that last night. We were talking about the fact that we think we're going to have to. Uh, we've we've had some things come up that uh, we we think we're going to need um, a specifically an entertainment lawyer on. Mm-hmm. Like, 
what do we have rights to? And and he'll answer the question. He or she will answer the questions about like how long the music can be and all that. But yeah, and also waivers. Waivers. I mean, and I'm stuff recording here. these open mics, dude. Somebody could come up to that open mic and say some fucked up shit. Yeah. And decide, oh, I don't want that out there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm kind of like, I feel like, I feel like I can actually go. No, you showed up to an open mic. These, like, you know, but at the same time, I don't want to be an ass. Right. So you were at, uh, so you were at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So we did two days at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Essentially, I mean, we we did other things, but we, we mostly spent most of our time. I got a great video of Damon on the carousel. Did you see that? The I'll have to. You know what? We should probably post it. Um, I'll I'll see the right carousel. Which hotel did you stay at? Cabana uh, Bay. No, we stayed at like the Best Western just off oh. off park. Um, it was like a three-minute Uber ride over to the park, so it was perfect. They didn't have a shuttle? N- they did, but you have to wait on it. Oh, and yeah. you only can go at certain times, and we're like, eh, it's cheaper to go by Uber. I was kind of, yeah, because we stayed at Cabana Bay, which is a universal property. Oh, that's nice. And um, yeah, we thought it was, yeah, I think we thought it was going to be nicer. Than, I mean, it was a nice hotel, mm-hmm. but I think staying in the universal, we just thought we could walk. Like we were, you know, and it's not. We no, still had to wait not. on hourly shuttles or whatever the shit they were. And, right. And people were dicks. I mean, if you really want that sort of thing, you need to stay at the Hard Rock. Because the Hard Rock is right in between both yes. both parks. But anyway, so yeah, we um, we spent most of our time doing that. And then we had a day of, of moving where we went from Orlando into um, St. Pete. Uh, the hotel that we stayed in was like, didn't have safes and there were light fixtures weren't working and we were like okay we so we people here is some here is something to tell you hotels.com you call hotels.com and you tell them you have a problem with your hotel Mm -hmm. they give you three options they give you we can have you move to another room we can cancel this and move you to another hotel or we can cancel it completely and you can figure something else out. Which would you like That's us to do? That's pretty good. Yeah. And I mean, th- no questions asked. Just we'll do it. And we complained about five hotels during this two weeks that I was gone. And they took care of us every time. No questions asked. That's good, too, because that means maybe those hotels will straighten their shit out. Exactly. So, and we usually go with good, we don't go with good, like, hotel reviews. We usually go with good customer reviews. And we're starting to realize that people have less standards than we do. I'm bougie, and I gotta have a certain amount of things in my hotel room. And no, that is not. I I I can't remember if I was heading south or heading I, for whatever reason. I think we got a late start, and I ended up staying in a uh, whatever it was like a Days Inn or Motel Six. It was whatever really shitty along the freeway, mm-hmm. along I five type hotel, and it was uh, North Stockton, California. And what I can say about Stockton, California, is it's a piece of shit. It's twenty four hours cops. It is just it's a t- it's a TV episode. It's really it is really skeezy. Um, uh, it's no wonder that the Diaz brothers are such badasses coming from Stockton. Um, so I, we get to this hotel, and I'd never been at the, the hotel where there's you know where there's prostitutes, where there's working girls at around the around the pool. Mm-hmm. So that was a new experience oh, for wow. me. And I'm not offended by you know I mean hey you gotta do what you, okay. you gotta get your hustle girl. I, I respect it. it. I've uh, never had. I always said if they ever legalize it, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the first madam in Portland because I I really would love to get like. But I mean, like women who have their shit together and are like, this is what I want to do. Because some women, hey, shocker, people like to fuck. Yep. Some and, pe- uh, and some women like to fuck, you know? And some people don't like to become charming enough to fuck without paying for it. So there's a system for that. Yeah, exactly. It's called prostitution. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's called the oldest, you know. If you want to, it's, it's expensive to have no charm. Uh, that's... <laughs> 
It's really fucking. It should be. Yeah, anyways. but well, yeah, because nobody. If you if you're not absolutely completely beautiful and all that, you know, you you got to figure something out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I, you know. But I was at this hotel, and then I and we get to the first room we get into, and uh, the air conditioner's not working, right off the bat. So I'm like, we need the AC's not working. Right. So we get to another room. We get to the other room. The phone, TV, the AC's working. The phone and TV are not working. Mm-hmm. And by working, I mean the AC sounds like a can being rattled around with a BB on the inside. Of it. <laughs> like that motorcycle that just went yeah. by. And so I said to the guy, I said, "There's the TV isn't, or the phone was working. The TV's not working." He says, "Well, it doesn't say TV on the sign." Awesome. And I was like, "All right, well, I guess I'm out my thirty-eight dollars. Let's get the fuck out of here." Um, <laughs> It was thirty eight nineteen ninety two dollars. So you know, that's, oh, okay. that's, that's, that's like is... forty five dollars now. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, bougie. I'm so sorry. What was that? It was me. I popped up into the the uh, okay. drawer. You scared the shit out of me, and then of course I popped. Sorry about that, folks. You're pop, gonna. Pop. Hopefully, we can get that. What do you think of uh, official uh, butter beer? I I don't drink it because it's um I don't drink um sugars. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, uh, well, I do drink sugar, but I don't like um, that kind of soda. I've never been a soda drinker. Like, yeah. I'll drink a Coke, but I won't drink, like, well, flavored soda. I do. And actually, you know what I should do? I should make it for the show that night. Oh, it'd be great. Would you like me to do that? I love that. Okay. Let me write that down or I'll forget. I love that. Yeah, it would be, you would have been disappointed. Uh, the only reason I ask is just to, figure, if, to, to validate my own disappointment in the shit. Yeah. It, no, I completely <laughs> agree. When you taste my butterbeer, you're going to lose your damn mind because it is good. I discovered recently, and this is just, this is devolving into a cooking show right now, but I've been making hot cocoa because, you know, we had a cold, it was very cold. Well, mm-hmm. While you were gone, I think yeah, it was super cold. And I was making hot cocoa because I realized I had baking chocolate that I I don't bake. Right. Um, and uh, I, I discovered what makes it incredible. In addition to doing all the other foo-foo shit that everybody does, cinnamon and nutmeg and, you know, and spices, liquid smoke and homemade whipped cream. Really? It's insane because, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're drinking your cocoa with mm-hmm. liquid smoke whipped cream in it, it's like you're sitting around a campfire oh. having cocoa. It's nuts. I bet that is good. Here, is play play this video. This is the video I made on the carousel at Seuss Land of Damon. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, that's not crazy. the good one. I know. No, that's but that look on Damon's face. Yeah. you got to rename that. I gotta figure it out. Is it this one? Let me see. Let me turn it down a little bit. Oh, I'll post this on the line so everybody can be can share in it. It's a delightful video. Let's see. Let's see if this is the right one. Well, this one's longer, so this can't be it. I have got to figure out the one I edited. Yeah, this one's too long. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'm gonna find it, but yes, just him going by cracks me up so bad. Oh, well, Damon's got a very good expressive face too. He's a, a great g- smile. Mm-hmm. He's a funny dude when he wants to be. <laughs> his uh, his humor can be sharp though. He would be great on stage, but he would shake harder than I would on stage. So. Just pretend you have palsy. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> just drop one side. Josh Blue shows up and kicks the shit out of you one day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, quit making fun of me. Like, yeah, no, I'm just really nervous. People think you're CP. Well, fuck you. <laughs> well, anyway, I got to find the right video, but we'll post it. We'll post the video with it. But yeah, I'll bring butter beer to the show. So we did two days there, and then we had a day of like hotel shit, and then um, I saw my uh, one of my best buddies that lives in Florida, and she's moving here actually, and she actually wants to help us here at You Gonna Meow Podcast Network, and she's gonna help us with. Um, marketing and promo because she used to run what uh, out in florida what's called the dead-eyed empire 
her and her husband put it together. They divorced and they kind of gave the the program away. But the Dead on Empire does those like ch- they do charity uh, zombie walks and stuff like oh, that. Sure. And so she wants to help us do like you going to meow podcast network mm-hmm. um uh, shows and like Did live shows podcast? and stuff. Oh, a zombie uh, podcast. Uh, 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 Kidneys. <laughs> I like kidneys. Not ah, pancreas. <laughs> I'm into water sports. <laughs> Just pull somebody's <laughs> pull somebody's bladder out. Ah, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. They should really have an episode though. They're in Georgia, right? They should have an episode where the Walking Dead go finds R. Kelly's mansion. <laughs> There's like pissy R. Kelly walking around, you know. It's just a Drah, there's a, just peeing on things. There's just like an old tub, and it's just full of just pee. Full of old oh god, ass. he was just uh, he was baptizing people in his It'd pee. Be a plot line. It was like we need to make gunpowder. <laughs> um, well, what's a good source of, of ammonium crystal ammonium nitrate crystals? Uh, crystallized urine. Oh, let's go to R. Kelly's house. And then they go there and there's just all kinds of dried up pee-pee. That would be great. <laughs> Dude, that so be, wrong. That would be wrong, but it'd be great. It'd be just worth it to hear R. Kelly get mad about shit like that. Like, I want to live I know, in a he's world trying where I just to, And you know he's trying to get away from it, but it just comes up like every two or three years. You'll hear about it on the news for somebody. They'll be doing one of those things like, you know, this happened in the past and, and R. Kelly peed on a 14-year-old always comes up. Always That's the comes best up. thing about Trump is that you know that he actually gets upset when he reads shit that people say about him where it's like, like with Obama, and I, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely more of an Obama guy than a Trump guy. But I would have times where I was frustrated with him, and I was like, you know, no matter what you say, though, he's, he's, he's an adult. Yeah. You're like, ugh, these fucking dummies. You know, that'd be Obama. But Trump, he just gets fucking mad and goes into his room and cries and eats cheeseburgers. I know. I was telling him, I was like, for somebody, I'll tell you something else I did. And just to finish this off, like, then I spent a day with Damon's family, and then I spent a day with my family, and then. I came home and Damon got on a plane and he flew home. I got into a car and I drove home. <laughs> that was what? Four days? F- five days. Five days. And I ended up uh, having some pretty scary moments by myself, but I made it by myself. I, everybody was so worried about me. I'd be like, you're driving home? Yeah. By yourself? What? And I'm like, yeah, just, I, I don't understand. I, I seem to think I, the only thing I can figure is either tits or a vagina is the problem. Well, I've been saying that for years. Because me and Damon Vaginas share... Vaginas are the problem, people. Is that it? Because me and Damon share all other organs and body parts. Well, you those share are those the only... too, don't you? Well, no, well, we do, but he doesn't have his own set of vagina He's got tits. access. He's got access, but he doesn't have his own. So those are the only two things. Maybe my ovaries are the problem. I don't have a uterus, but maybe the ovaries were the problem. I don't know. But anyway... I made it across the country just fine. Um, I, I actually don't think that they doubt your competence. I think people just value you. I worry Aww. about I worry about people just regardless, without regard to their, and their I've, genitors. I've, their genitors? Genders. <laughs> What's my genitor? Is that the guy that cleans up my ovaries? <laughs> yeah, he's the, he's, he's, he'd be the guy that does the DNC if you never did. Well, it won't come up. The but. genitor. <laughs> I was like, we got to clean that uterus out. Um, no, but anyway, so... I, you know, I came back across the country. We brought a bunch of Damon's dad had made the determination after this last hurricane that he didn't uh, he wanted to give all of us kids our inheritance. Just in case that shit. In case it all gets blown away. Sure. So, of course, we he his dad has a, a a massive record collection. So Damon and I immediately were like records. We want all the records. We didn't take all the records, but we took um, the ones from the eighties, the ones that we used to listen to. Because sure. his dad had now now tell me how smart this is. This man had three teenagers in the house, and he had a soundproof music room. 
And I used to go over and spend time with Damon in the music room. <laughs> and he used to talk about, like, the thing is... is you told me he's a real nice cool dad though too. yeah he was he was i mean he would come in he would like throw the door open and we would have to like Shout pull out to our, dad yeah and we'd have to pull ourselves apart you know and all this other stuff and his i think for the first time actually this trip i actually did verify for damon's dad that we were actually defiling the room <laughs> I mean, we're fucking 16 years old what the, or 18 years old. Well, what I, do you want? I'm sure he's gotten gotten down in there at some point. I know, know, right? So, I mean, so we're like, it, it is what it is. So we wanted the records and I just wasn't comfortable shipping them. So I was like, you know what? I'm driving home anyway because I can't get on a plane right now. And I decided to drive them home. So that's what I did. And so that's why I made the trip home. But the trip home was nice. I forget totally where I was going with all this. Do you, do you happen to remember? Did you do any historic, uh, like, because you drove across the country. Did you do any of the, the his stereotypical Griswoldy type shit? No, I didn't. I could have if I wanted to. I ended up, oh, this is where I was going. I was listening to books on tape. Oh, so nice. I um, I listened to uh, When Bigly by Scott Adams. Shout out Scott Adams. Uh, Dilbert. Yes, the guy who draws Dilbert. I don't know if you know this or not, but the guy who draws Dilbert um, basically predicted Trump's win a year before it happened. Now, of course, Trump supporters were all behind him. Um, Non-Trump supporters were like, ah, you're a Trump supporter. And he and he tried to explain it many times. He goes, no, I'm not. I'm tell-. The, And he would try to explain, like, this is what I'm seeing happen. Mm-hmm. This is from my experience. This is what I've seen happen before. He's doing these actions. She's doing these actions, talking about Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders and doing these actions. And when I see these things happen, this is what I think is going to happen. And he would call things along the way and they would come true. It was, just, it was scary. Um, and and people accused him, of course, and attacked him for being a Trump supporter, which he wasn't. He was just like. That's just, like saying uh, there's a meteorite coming towards us. Oh, you're a fucking meteorite, meteorite supporter. supporter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I listened to that. And then once I listened to that. It kind of hit me, especially with me trying to start my own business. And I was like, what What made Trump so successful? You know, like, how did he manage to do all that? Oh, and uh, by the way, uh, Damon just uh, let me know. He said that Scott Adams is a trained hypnotist and he recognizes what's called a professional persuader. Oh, interesting. And that's what he called Trump is he is a professional persuader. Then I listened to uh, The Art of the Deal, which is Trump's book that he wrote back in the 80s and 90s. And um, he talks about how he persuades people to do things. And I was like. Oh. Well, he's a physically, if you ever watch, uh, Trump does an O'Reilly thing, too. O'Reilly does this, too, uh, where he does a lean-in handshake. Mm. It's a pull-you-in handshake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he is a int- physically imposing guy. He's, a, what, he's, he's six giant. foot five or something like yeah, that. He's yeah, yeah. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. And uh, I've noticed a lot of people who uh, do that. Um, yeah. I, once you notice it, though, you become, and you do, even if people, people can do it and not know they're doing it. Right. Uh, so they could just be, in a, it's a learned behavior that helps them. Just like if there's a lot of gentle giants, they don't know they're being gentle, mm-hmm. but you spot these gentle giant guys and it's like, oh yeah, that's a behavior you picked up. Yeah. Um, Our friend Drew is like that. He's like 6'3 and yeah. he's a gentle giant. Edquist, Eric Edquist is, yeah. you know, another one like that. But you know, you, once you become a, a cognizant of it, once you see other people doing it, I mean, if you have my personality type, you become actively antagonistic of that shit. I, I, I love, 
oh, you're trying to do this to me right now and mm-hmm. just tag calling people out this, on the spot. I don't necessarily call people out, but once I learned that kind of tactic that men do to mm-hmm. like over uh, overextend people, I've learned um, how to brace myself with my feet when I shake hands with a man. And I always have my other hand ready in case they do that double hand where they clasp both sides of your hand, mm-hmm. because then I always come in and take the top of their hand and put my hand on top and turn theirs. And it's, it's, it doesn't sound like a big deal, but it really is. It's, it's, it's a show of him, him saying, I have control of the situation. And then me going, no, actually you don't. Exactly. And um, so Trump, this is what I learned from the art of the deal. Trump does, he is not, as we have all learned, he, he's not the best orator. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not even the best thinker. And he doesn't even use drugs. He doesn't use drugs or anything no, like that. Ones. Or at least that we know of. Fun ones. I mean, honestly, at least that we know of. Yeah. He's and a, He's probably on speed. Probably. There's there's rumor that he was on like Fin Fin and stuff in the 80s and 90s. And that, that's, a, that's, a, still, that's speed. Yeah, he's so. still a big guy. He's a big, what he was eating? Oh, God. And... Um, what I learned was, is that he knows how to surround himself with the people who know how to do it. And so that's how he got elected. Mm-hmm. And he let his, e- it, and unfortunately he has a giant ego. And I think he let his ego get in the way. He couldn't, he, he didn't really, I really believe he didn't want this job as president. And he's trying to run the presidency like a business. And i like, when I heard what he did as far as like taking over properties and trying to get buildings built and the things he had to go through. Yeah, he's good at that shit, and he knows how to work the system. He's trying to do it with politics. Politics is a different game. I kind of, I my analogy is this: he's playing Scrabble with Monopoly pieces, and well, he, it just doesn't work. He has an acquisition. I mean, if you look at his business life and his personal life, he has an acquisition-based personality. He he wants to get a woman, mm-hmm. so he gets a woman, and then he doesn't he doesn't give, he doesn't want to keep a woman. He doesn't want a woman. Right. He wants to get a woman. He wants a building, gets a building. And he's rich. He wants a property. He gets a property. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's the acquisition. His entire life is about winning. Right. Uh, it's His entire life is basically about not maintaining living the way it took Charlie Sheen four million dollars worth of cocaine to get. Right. You know, it's 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 a really it's a very shallow thing. I mean, we all know it. Unfortunately, what we you know, we, we fail to realize is that these systems that were put in place and the reason why somebody as stupid as Trump can succeed is that the progenitors, the people that created capitalism weren't stupid. Right. And they created these self-perpetuating systems where it's just very easy. They know how to do it. And we, we bought into the brainwashing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's all. And, and the, the thing worst. about it is, is, is basically Trump's way of doing things is to surround himself with people who are professionals and can help him in the areas he needs. He surrounds himself with good realtors, good lawyers, good. Um, and a system and a system that yeah, is engineered assist- that he yeah. can't lose money. Right. And then he gets into politics and he finds that, well, Unfortunately, in business, if you if you are good at what you do, it doesn't matter who you shit on, who you step on, or how you get there. If you're good at it, people will pay you for that activity. Unfortunately, in in politics, you you can pretty much do what you want to get there, but there comes a point where you you are laid open to the public. At some point, all of them get laid open to the public, and you have to kind of account for what you've done it doesn't mean you get in trouble but you do have to be like yeah i did that well this is where you can see that business and and and, and politics are the same is is that if you say you have a hundred people and that's a simplification right you have a hundred people 90 of them get rich mm-hmm. and 10 of them get offered up as sacrificial lambs because you've poisoned the environment 
those 90 people still stay rich, stay rich. Mm-hmm. And they're going to come back and they're going to invest in your bullshit again because they just, they still, they're playing the games and none of them think that they're the retard that's going to get busted for, you know, for, for poisoning the environment. They're going to find stupid Charlie who is the lowest paid guy on the thing. Right. It's, it's in politics. You always see who they, who, who, who gets sent up as a sacrificial lamb and in business. Uh, they always, I mean, somebody still got paid. Nobody mm-hmm. ever gives the money back from any of these, these horrible deals. It's just, oh, well, somebody went to jail for it. Right. Yeah. One person went to jail for it. Do you remember? You know, and that's even if we pay attention, those guys usually go to club fed and are out in a month. It's ridiculous. Yeah. This is a super funny podcast. Yeah. Totally <laughs> super funny podcast. No, I'm, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily aim for super funny. Um, I want to be just interesting and, and, you know, rope people in because, you know, like I said, this one is so out there. Bless your heart started as just a way for me to get the network going, but I kind of have like, I, I kind of enjoy the the, the strangeness and the vast What's variety. It, yeah, and uh, but uh, you know we're gonna have some bad movie reviews now. We're gonna have marriage counseling. Last night at the hot box, I went to the hot box last night for leg day with leg Karina day. Lucas. Shout out uh, another shout out. What's your favorite Karina Lucas joke? My favorite Karina <laughs> Lucas joke. Um, I believe Karina said it last night. Um, don't do drugs unless you have enough money to do it for the rest of your life. <laughs> and uh, she pulled uh, illegal drugs. That was her. So she did the cocaine job? Yeah. Do you know what I got? Exercise. Ugh. Somebody got buttholes. Like, why couldn't I pull buttholes? Every time. You know what, though? I always think somebody else's. I always think yeah. other people's are funnier than I'm mine. sitting there watching other people do it, and I've got jokes firing off all over my head. And then as soon as they, I, I'm like, exercise, I have nothing. And you know what would be fun is to have a, uh, a wild card or a uh, sorry card. So you go up there and you pull the sorry card. Mm-hmm. And it couldn't look like an obvious one. It'd have to be looked just like the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And that, your set is immediately over. Mm-hmm. You go sit down, but you hold on to that sorry card. And the minute somebody pulls a riff that you want to do, you yell sorry. And you go up and you take their riff away You should them. tell Karina about that. I, That's a great I'll idea. T- maybe I'll see if I can get that passed on. Yeah. That's a great idea. fun. I like to just do goofy, weird shits. Oh, you know, kind of a Chinese fire. That would be fun. What if, ah, uh, I think I've just discussed, maybe I've, I've, I've thought of uh, the show I want to host Chinese now. fire drill comedy? Chinese fire drill comedy. Where There's you... a bunch of comedians running around yelling. Well, no. So what you do is you have, okay, this is the way I see it. So it's kind of like leg day where you have like a collection of, of subjects, right? Okay. So you go up and you pull one and you get to riff on it for a minute, minute and a half. Somebody's got a, a timer. As soon as it goes off, the next person who's in line either gets to continue on that one or they can pull their own. And, but once it's dropped, it's dropped. Nobody else can go back to it. And it can, um, you, each person gets one go back option. Mm. So the first comedian who only did like two minutes, um, say at some point can go, I want that one and can go back, but you only get to do that once. See the problem with the sorry card thing in a riff jar though, Mm -hmm. is it basically has to be the first comic. Because they're holding on to a sorry card. I mean, otherwise, if you're get, if you're the third from the last comic, you've got two people to. Yeah, that's true. Get the sorry from. Well, that's kind of the concept of the uh, Chinese fire drill with the with the when you do a Chinese fire drill, uh, Chinese gift yeah. exchange. The the very first person who gets to pick a gift at the very end gets the option to pick any gift that anybody has unwrapped. Oh, see, now that might be a nice one for maybe a, maybe a, to, to turn it do it a little bit differently. The headliner, or you know, the, we jokingly call a headliner at an open mic, the last right. person to go up gets to pick from any of the previously used riffs. That would be kind of a reward for being patient and sticking around and being supportive. Oh, man. Dan Weber. 
He's good. He killed Damon last night with he went off on the new Star Wars movie and Bright oh, yeah. and he as well as Bright on Netflix and everybody because he pulled Bright. And so he talked about Bright for a few minutes and then he kind of then he just started doing these like um, he just went started going off on movies. He went off on Blade Runner. He went off on uh, Star Wars and he was killing Damon with Star Wars one, which when he mentioned Blade Runner, he started talking about something he actually in this weird how like you'll hear somebody else talk about something and he went in a completely different direction but it sent me in a different so i wrote an entire joke Mm -hmm. on blade runner last night based off of something dan weber said so well i watch you know i I think you know what i did for christmas oh by the way dan weber's uh podcast on the bible fucking amazing reading the bible with dan yes look that up i um I'll, i'll I'll try to get a link in here. He also does occasional live shows uh, at, uh, I think, frequently at Helium. Yeah. Uh, and so if, if you want to go out and see some really reliably good live comedy, uh, and he, he brings on some great comics to work with, it's a really fun show. He's so funny. I, uh, yeah, you know, you could find, I mean, you find these joke inspirations, like, you know, what I did. Oh, there we go, In the Nostril. Uh, uh, just for those of us who are listening and not watching the video podcast that I'll have up on Logerset on YouTube, April was just uh, uh, defiling her nostrils. <laughs> With uh, some sort of moisturizing agent to keep from getting chappy. Well, you know, everybody's like, you know, you can buy saline to put in your nose. Saline draws you out, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. draws me out. So I have two chapsticks. I have one for my lips and one for my nose. Mm -hmm. And the blue is for my nose. Do you know why the blue is for my nose? Because (laughs) I blew my nose and it got dry and I put the blue in my nose. That's how I keep them separate. Puns and anti-comedy. But I will lick it. I am a proud picker. Proud picker for life. She means the the thing. I thought she meant licking something else. I've heard. Word on the street. No, actually, um, way back in the day when I had freaking bitches um i had a friend on there her name was april and she lived in new york somewhere and she used to follow her on myspace and that's how long ago we're talking and she shout out to tom yeah and she used to (laughs) oh god she used to put up pictures uh she basically claimed she would lick anything and so people would be like oh yeah will you lick this will you lick that and one day she put up a picture of her licking a mattress in a like oh, horrible. No. That's you should get paid for that. That honestly should oh. be a Pornhub thing. <laughs> she should be getting money for that. Anyway, we were talking about Dan Weber. I believe somehow. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Dan's no. Definitely reading the Bible with Dan is great. Uh, yeah. No, we were talking about. Uh, we were talking about. We were talking about writing based mm. on movies, and I was going to get to my lovely Christmas. Oh yes, go for it. So what I did uh, this Christmas, I wrote five and a half pages of jokes. Uh, Do we need? To- basically, because I set a task for myself. I said, you know, I've been feeling, I've been in a kind of a good mood. I said, that's, that's not productive. I hadn't written anything. So I watched what ended up being about 19 and a half hours of Holocaust films starting Saturday. I... Christmas was Monday. Uh, I watched on Saturday, I watched um, Shoah, which is a nine and a half hour long documentary. Ugh. 100% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. How uh, can you? I can't. I, I, I understand needing to I know about it. history. As I was going to say. I understand needing to know about history and understanding how horrible things were because you don't want to repeat it. But, oh, God, well, nine know, and a half hours. You know, Holocaust <laughs> films remind me a lot of my family uh, because I'm not around them either. But, you know, I did. I just said I got it in my head. Well, you know, I've, I talked about I've been wanting to try and podcast and blog things that I don't enjoy doing. Right. Because that's way funnier. When, oh, he's fu- he's happy. That's not funny. Right. Um, and so the 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 I've been putting off yoga. So I said, well, I'll just watch Holocaust films. That's equivocal to doing yoga. Um, <laughs> but no, I really, I, 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 what happened was I, you know, I sort of went down this rabbit hole, and it paid off because I started noticing all these really fucked up things 
beyond just you know genocide, um, but just like the the rating systems for Holocaust movies, they're just all rated way higher than they should be. Uh, but also on top of that, the ones that are directed by Ashkenazi Jews consistently higher rated films and i've watched them they're not necessarily better films it's a, it could be it's a conspiracy is what i'm saying what is an ashkenazi Jew? german jew german okay jew. thank you uh, uh the german jews which was always the, the weird thing about the ashkenazis they weren't really jewy jews they were like christmas tree jews in germany but it was like oh they're around i guess we'll just burn those guys well i mean if i guess it I guess it it makes sense that if you're in the middle of it, those are the people that would make the best. We always go for the most convenient vic- victim to grab. If you're if you're trying to do a purge, you're gonna have to get people who are around. Right. It was always the problem with the witch trials. They actually had to invent witches. Yeah. You know, it would have been a lot easier if it had been like bright and there were real witches around. <laughs> um, but it was great. I, you know, I, I had a I had a great uh, I had a great time. It was very cathartic for me to watch, like all of this stuff to do this task, and uh, and I just realized that you know these films. It's trains, you know. It's Christmassy. It's a lot of winter scenes in those things. A lot of snow. A lot of winter scenes. And I, I, you know, I had I had to come up with like a system of rating everything. So like Sophie's Choice is the funniest Holocaust movie. Kevin Klein's in it. National Treasure, you guys. Kevin Klein, Sophie's Choice is great. Uh, Peter McNichol, uh, you know, Chris McNichol's brother Mm -hmm. from from Ally McBeal. Okay. He's a very funny guy. Uh, you know, very funny, sexy, very sexy. But I had like my system that I came up with for ranking it was like. I thought it was going to be that was going to be the sexiest one, and it turns out that uh, Schindler's List is actually the sexiest Holocaust. More film. naked bodies. More naked bodies. It's exactly it's like it's like Floyd May- it's Mayweather. It's like I'm uh... exactly right. It's it's not the strength of the hits, but just technically each one is worth like half a point, and there's just a lot of it in there. Um... <laughs> He's a little late, but that's okay. That's why I said that needs to be on the table. But that is very fucking good. great. Uh, but it, oh, you said rim shot, not rim job, not rim job. Oh my goodness! Uh, (laughs) That's not the sound I make when I'm giving a rim job. By the way, this is the sound I would make. Unless somebody farts in my mouth, it's only happened a couple times. You know that's just extra. (laughs) It's just an extra, extra. You owe (laughs) thirty. We have a new toy. Oh my goodness! Oh, oh! When I was doing this, uh, the show before this one with Drew, I have one of those little sound effects things. It's in the drawer there. I don't know if Damon wants to get it, but it's uh, it has like a bunch of like different the keychain with yeah. the buttons on it. Yeah, yeah, with the buttons on it. I love it. those things. Yeah, don't worry about it, dear. But so, I had yeah. a, you know I had a great time. Uh, I, I, at the end of it, I was looking at all these jokes and I'm like, oh my god, um, I'm I'm the worst person in the world. Uh, so I okay. definitely felt like a comedian at that. Okay, point. so I'm going to ask you, what's the worst joke you wrote? Your worst Holocaust joke. Put it out there for the world to see. On well, it's a bit of a premise. Uh, really, the idea, and this is actually built on something I'd written a while ago, and that was, uh, what if Erica Badu had dated DMX instead of Andre 3000? Which I have since found out there's a whole thing on the internet about before Erica Badu and after Erica Badu. She straightens guys' lives out. After DMX, you mean? No, like she never really was with DMX. Okay. She was with Andre 3000 and several other recording artists and, and people. And you look at their, and they have these before and after pictures before Badu and after Badu. And she's gotten all these guys like vegan, sober, all of this shit. There is, it's a real thing that I just thought of. So she's the only woman that really dates men to change them and actually accomplishes she it. it. She's fucking, she's got her Good shit together. Her. Good for her. Badu, Miss Badu is, is always, she always comes for real. You know the deal. Um, I'm not finishing that verse. Uh, you know it. Call Tyrone, guys. Uh, but big words. Big words. She. Uh, but shout so the, out to so, your mom's house. So the premise was a what if, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I was like, well, what if Anne Frank had not actually died in the Holocaust, and she had kept blogging? You know, she'd been a you know a journalist, and so like the whole the whole bit is her journals, and she's just you know she's 
I relate to Anne Frank in a certain way because she's a, she was a middle class, you know, she didn't, she wasn't Jewy. Mm-hmm. She was a, she's Dutch. And so she gets to the camps and it's the first time she's been around like poor people. And didn't really, and was like, oh, there's so many Jews here. Jesus. You know, because I've been I've been in that room where Jews bitching about other Jews being too Jewy. At the same time, we're all getting like a Jewy contest, like proving our Jewiness. Right. Uh, and poor. It's just it's 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 really horrible. Well, I look forward to upsetting people with it. Um, <laughs> I look forward to writing witch jokes now. Like witch jokes. Yeah. Now I'm like now I'm thinking I'm gonna have to write some like <laughs> jokes about witches. Well, not you know, you're more dangerous in Portland offending witches than I am offending other Jews. No, but not necessarily witch jokes like that, but like magic jokes, like magical being jokes. Like if oh, sure. I were a witch, if I'm going to go up on stage dressed as a Slytherin witch, right. I have to tell jokes. Oh, God, yeah, this is such kind a great like, thing. I love the like, idea of wizard, wizard rock comedy opening act. Well, they had like, if you remember in the books, they had the, th- the three witches like rock group. Like oh, yeah. they played at the school dance, remember? Yeah. Well, wizard rock is a real thing too. You know about wizard rock, right? No. You've, oh my God. All right. So uh, shout out to Harry and the Potters, Draco <laughs> and the Malfoys. Uh, let's see. Uh, Gralp. Uh, shout out to Gralp, punk rock. Uh, oh, that has to be a group of uh, trolls. Troll, they're, punk, they're a punk band. Troll punks, yeah. yeah I think Gralp is, isn't that a punk, isn't that a troll name or, or sound or something? It like sounds that? like it, yeah. Yeah, um, but they are uh, real things. They do uh, rock and roll and songs in, in, as if they were. There's a great one. Drake on the Mouthways uh, have one that's called um, My Dad is Rich, Your Dad is Dead. <laughs> it's a great song. Um, there's one by Harry and the Potters uh, called uh, Human Hose Pipe, and it's a... It's um, it's a, he's, it's, it's basically a uh, narrative where he's uh, having tea with Cho Chang, and uh, he's like, "I don't want to hear about your dead boyfriend over coffee." Those uh, are su- <laughs> <laughs> Those are southerners. I have not heard many people use the term hosepipe. Oh yeah, they yeah. are. They are from the south. They, they are have southerners. to be. Yeah. Do you do you understand that term? Do you know what well, a hosepipe is? Well, I was born in Georgia. Oh, that's right. Okay, so you know what a hosepipe is. I use terms like hosepipe and uh, transfer truck, and people are like, "What?" Well, so. the, yeah, there absolutely is. And so there is, there are real, uh, there's an, actually a documentary, I think it's called We Are Wizard. And it is about Wizard Rock. And you should definitely, I'll try and get, the, I'll try and remember to get the links to you for that. Um, but you could definitely open for, they have festivals, dude. I'm going to have to start working on that with that comic. Forget NACA. Get on with the Wizard Rock circuit. I am going to have to. Yeah, I'm, I'm really going to start seriously thinking about that. But um, and start writing jokes that way. I wonder if I can. I, that's a huge. Everything I write right now, uh, all the jokes I do right now are, um, they're based off my life. So sure. <laughs> that's a complete, and experiences. And experiences. So that's a complete different. Like that's joke writing for the sheer sheer act of joke writing. I start out with just like my experience and try to figure out how to make it funny. When did you get back into Portland? Uh, cr- uh, New Year's Eve. So what'd you guys do New Year's night? Just sleep? Sleep. I yeah, slept like crazy. On the road. Well, you know what? Actually, part of the road trip back um, is um, I was listening to Amy Schumer's book. Mm-hmm. And you expect Amy Schumer's book to be funny. Because after I'd listened to two Trump books, really? I was like... After her specials, you expect her book to be funny? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I kind of... I was hoping <laughs> was for... was unnecessarily cruel, by the way. I enjoyed mostly sex stuff. Yeah. I did too. Um, but this particular book, uh, she talks about pretty much how she became who she is. And, and, and the thing I've had to kind of explain to different people, and we, I actually ended up having this conversation with a male relative while I was in, Georgia, or in Florida 
about like what women really have to go through on a daily basis and how it is being alone with men in a room that that you may not know or trust and you have to um somebody brought it up i think it was you that pointed out that men uh worry that women are going to make fun of them women worry that men are going to kill them well that was that was a voldemort joke but okay, but still, it's 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 that same thing, and it's the truth. And then I was listening to Amy's book, and it was like it started off light and funny. By the time I was coming over the mountains, coming into Oregon, I'm like, oh, this is fucking, oh my god, I can't believe she had to live through that. So yeah, so Amy, Amy Schumer, your book was amazing. I recommend it to everyone, but don't read it thinking it's going to be light and funny because it's going to throw you down a little bit. Um, yeah, you know, that's, I mean, it's nice to connect with people on always uplifting things, but mm-hmm. I think it's uplifting also if you look at it with the hindsight that Amy Schumer is a very successful person. Yeah. And she's fought through all. And she's had relatable things yeah. that, that a lot of people and, you know, and look, and everybody has their own struggles and everybody has their, their ability to carry a burden, mm-hmm. but she has had a lot of the same bad things happen to her that a lot of people use as an excuse to hold themselves back. Yeah. And she, and she hasn't. Yeah, you know, and she's and she's had and we she's had support. She's had friends. It's we very inspiring. It's very inspiring. Um, I'm just saying. It, Big ups to Shum. Yeah, it is. It's a really good book. I highly remember. I highly recommend Win Bigly by Scott Adams, and I highly recommend Amy Schumer's book. I can't remember what she called it. I just Amy Schumer is what sticks Amy out in my Schumer, mind. Schumer so. autobiography, not a humor book. Yeah, it's it's got some humor in it, but it's not a humor book. And um, it was it was really eye opening. So, and on that really depressing note, we've been given a note saying that we're we're at an hour. We're so. at an hour. Can I can I can I touch on my New Year? Because yes, mine absolutely. Was a little bit more uh, more exciting than yours. Okay, good. So I had a friend of mine. Uh, you don't know this person, uh, and uh, we decided to do something I haven't done in many many years, which was massive quantities of hallucinogens. And uh, <laughs> so for New Year's, uh, my friend and I we watched. Uh, we had recently watched, uh, and this is a great uh, movie suggestion. And I take these movie suggestions very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you if you get a chance to watch it, uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, is uh, Francis McDormand, uh, Sam Rockwell, Woody Harrelson. Um, uh, I can't I can't remember the name of the guy who plays Tyrion Lannister on Game of Thrones. Uh, Peter Dinklage. Peter yeah. I was... Peter Dinklage. Uh, it's an incredible incredible movie, and it was it is you know he was a laugh you'll cry blah 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 blah. Do it's you know how I remember his name? Because he's dinky. He's the size of a dick, and his name's Peter. That's Peter Dinklage. <laughs> It's, 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 I don't know if that's worse or better than me going with dinky and you went with dick. I mean, I think we're both horrible people. You think so whatever. Dicks, I think a dinky. I don't know. You have nothing to. You probably wouldn't be really thrilled with either of us. Um, probably not. Well, we'll never make it, so we'll never know. That right. Um, that's exactly right. Uh, but it was an incredible movie. But it led to sort of this. Uh, this we ended up watching after that. Uh, while now, this is me and my friend. After after that, we were melting our faces off. Just completely. And I mean, I don't know if you've ever done. I haven't. I was just about to say that I've never done mushrooms. I've never done acid. Well, that's a, you ever see? Well, you've seen. Uh, you've I, seen did, I did Angel Dust when I was a teenager. Oh, and that, I've never done that. I that was super jealousy horrific. right now. Horrific. Super jealousy right that's now. That's why I've never done any of that so other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need to. You did, yeah. you did that. Um, well, if you've ever seen the the, the uh, Terry Gilliam directed. Uh, um, uh, uh, what is it? Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. They have a pretty good representation of what hallucinating on hardcore drugs is like. Okay, all right. pretty good. Uh, the lizards and the and the carpeting and all that scene. Did you take all those drugs? 
Yep. Yep. Music. Music. Uh, so we, uh, we ended up watching Seven Psychopaths, uh, which was really, really oh good. Oh, my fucking God. That's a very crazy movie. That is a Christopher Walken. That is a hard face to look at when you're tripping out, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I was just about to say, that's a horrible movie to watch while you're tripping. Oh, no, balls. we had a great time. We had a, it was a wonderful, okay. very uplifting experience. Okay. Um, but we ended up watching, and this is what I, this is what I wanted, the crux of I wanted to get to. There was a very special art piece okay. that we watched. Now, the problem is, and our listeners, our viewers who have experienced uh, psychotropic drugs will recognize this dilemma. And that is when you experience something, when you're tripping balls um, and you decide you love it, it might be piles of shit Mm. Um, because drugs make things great. That's why people still do them. Uh, But we watched a thing. It's a shout out to uh, the cocoon dance team uh, and snowy bing bongs uh, assault on, I think it's the Arctic zone. Uh, you can find it on, they have their own website, just look up Snowy Bing Bongs. Uh, but it is this incredible musical, um, comedic sketch, dance thing, mm-hmm. I think. It could Do you be. need me to watch this sober and come I back to you? I think you need to watch this and let me know whether, like I'm, whether I'm a fucking moron or okay. not. Uh, I mean, I already know I'm a fucking moron, but whether I'm a fucking moron with bad taste. Uh, but it was incredible. You hang out with me, so. Uh, well, both of us, mm-hmm. jinx. Uh, but it was an incredible thing. I, I just, you know, I would love your listeners to hear. You know who I think would really enjoy it? Melina Best. Uh, oh, I like Melina. <laughs> secret shout out she's to Melina funny. Best. Um, she's a really funny comedian. No, I she's, wonder if she'll ever start listening to the show. She listens to about every every time she gets mentioned, and then mm. she doesn't listen. I think she has a, just this fast forwarding thing. But little does she know, she's in just like every episode. Her and Karina Lucas. Uh huh. Karina Lucas is mentioned in almost every episode. Karina yeah. Lucas is, gets many. Well, definitely when I'm here. Yeah, I don't think I've mentioned <clears throat> Karina in uh, the the episode going up Monday, but I don't. I don't think Melina got mentioned in Mondays either. Oh, well. We we should just start making a point of mentioning them at some point, both oh, of them, absolutely. in absolutely. every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's yeah. I think. Oh, and my new material, by the way, I'm definitely attacking uh, couples. I'm definitely going after couples now. Um, so just just guys, just just know. Okay. All we have to do is kill one of you. Okay. And the other one becomes one of us. Is that right? Hmm. <laughs> I did the math. It actually checks out. <laughs> and who did you test this theory on? Uh, not saying anything, but do you like roast? No. Oh well, never mind then. Roast like roast beef. Oh pot roast. Well, oh pot roast. roast yeah. Something. What is it? Beef. Sure. I eat meat. I'm a okay. ke- I'm on keto. Right. I, I'm a keto person, so yeah, I eat, I eat a lot of meat. Shout so. out to ketosis. Yeah. That's how I keep my thighs. Do you down. do the fasting until like a certain time of day? No. 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 I'm. I tend to. Um. I I, do, I like doing the high fat, and then I just add a lot of exercise to it. That's why my hips hurt all the time. So I don't mind you because I was I'm inbred. It's dip- dysplasia. That's a good place to it's end. Thoroughbreds. You've been listening to Bless Your Heart on Yugunim Meow Podcast Network.